Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, folks. Troy Dooley, the host of Real Mentors Radio, and it never fails. Every time I do a show, I get excited. Not obviously not because I want to hear my voice, but because I actually get get to see what it is that we're doing. I get to read a brand new book. I get to dig deep into something that that not everyone I think really understands, to be quite honest. There are so many phenomenal books that are on the market, and when people will just take time to read them, when they'll take time to to get them engrossed in their mind, it can change their lives. I don't care if it's personal development to to the nuts and bolts of network marketing like we're doing right now with Darren's book. Each book that we have done on Real Mentors Radio can change a person's life, can make them, I think, better, maybe even the person that they're striving to become. I mean, obviously, not every every book that we do is going to penetrate somebody's mind, is going to help them develop into the person they want to become. But there's without a doubt something here, something that's different and that's what I love about looking at our listeners, hearing the feedback. You know, when I look at what, what our footprint has done today, we've now got people tuning in over at the Home Business Radio Network and listening to the Beachside CEO and all the other great leaders that have shows over there. I had somebody write me the other day and said, Troy, this has become the only radio station I listen to, and it's all Internet-based because the music's phenomenal, the news isn't too bad, and the teaching that comes from those hosts are phenomenal. And that's what we try to do right here on RealMentorsRadio.com. Today, we are, we, are, we are two days from finishing up. We're in Chapter 10, How to Select a Network Marketing Company, Six Keys to Scrutinizing, Comparing, and Selecting a Million-Dollar Home-Based Business. Now, I want to I I really preface something here that I want people to understand because I think this is, this is so daggum important. You're looking at a primary company to market for, but you don't own that business. You're going to sign an agreement with that company, and that agreement happens to be your agreement. But the million-dollar home-based business is what you're turning in on your tax return. It's your business in your name. I don't know any distributor that turns in their tax return on the 15th of April that says, I have a longevity home-based business or I have a Monavie home-based business. They put down the name, their EIN or their Social Security number. That's your business. And that's what Darren's talking about here. Darren Falter had a million-dollar home-based business before he became a company owner. Do you know he still has his home-based business? That's what he does with his consulting. And that's why this chapter alone, if you've got nothing else, is so important. If you've not tuned in and listened to the whole series, let me give you the six keys that you need so that you understand thoroughly what it is that you need to look at to become that professional that you need to become and to choose the right company. Number one is a profit mindset. I understand everybody joins a company for different reasons. The product changed your life. 
You were a product user first. You loved the crusade or the cause of the company, so you joined. All, all of that, that's beautiful. But at the end of the day, if you want it to become a business and not just a ministry where everybody's doing something for free, and we got a lot of ministers in network marketing, Actually, 31% of network marketers are just ministers. They don't buy product. They don't do anything. They just hang out, share the cause. I call them white angels. But if you want it to be a business and not just be self-employed, you've got to have a profit mindset. All of the professionals that I know either started as a product user or they, or they, they were a service user something, and then they'd realize, I can make a business out of this. And if you look at if you look outside of network marketing at all of the great financial and and social and spiritual leaders, they all realize that somewhere along the line they needed to be able to make a profit in order to carry out what their purpose was in life. So number one is a profit mindset. Number two, product industry. You've got to know which product or service that you're going to represent and why. I just got off the phone with the CEO of Vitel. And we were talking about something brand new that he's getting ready to break over there in the telecommunication and and service industry. Powerful stuff. You could hear it in his voice. What he's doing is providing something for his distributors. He got excited about that. When I was at the Longevity Convention last week and was talking with, with the owners and the executives in the field force, you could hear the passion because they understood that the product that they have and why they represent it, why those services are there. When I talk with Corey Citron about the better body system over at Yoli, you can hear the passion in his voice. When I talk to his field force, you hear the passion. You have to understand which product that you're going to market and why. You've got to become a student of not just network marketing, but a student of what it is you're doing. This this cotton-picking mindset that people have that, hey, it doesn't matter what the widget is, just go out there and market it. You know what? That's a bunch of poppycock. And I guarantee you the people that believe that will not succeed in any business, let alone network marketing. And if you say, Troy, I think you're just egotistical, then great. Prove me wrong. Because I've seen guys go into sales thinking they can market anything, and they failed at it, and they were very good at sales. They had to get back to their core competency of what they loved. And you're going to have to do the same thing. You can't just follow the crowd Because something looks hot, it won't work that way. Number three is timing. When you're looking for that company, you need to understand what timing means, what phase are they in. Number six, or number four, is the compensation. What are the most common distributor compensation plans and what will work for you? Do you realize just because a company has a binary and it's hot, and you decide to join doesn't mean it's going to be hot for you because you may not get the binary. You may not even like it. Key number five is the company leadership. You've got to evaluate that. We're going to get into all this in a second, but I want to bring everybody up to date so that they understand the six keys. And the sixth key happens to be the product integrity. What makes one specific product or product line better than another? Now I want to preface something real quick. There is no perfect compensation. There is no perfect leadership. There is no perfect product. There's no perfect timing. There's no perfect industry. There's no perfect mindset. We're all going to make mistakes along the way. But using these six keys, 
will benefit you. So how do you know if you've got the right mindset? Number one, the purpose of any business, and you need to know this, it's a business. So the purpose of any business is to make a profit. If you're not in network marketing because of the business, then you're never going to have the success that you might see other people have. You will succeed in personal development. Your life will change because of the product or service that you're using. You will go out there and share it with others. But the only difference between somebody working for a corporation and somebody that's self-employed is the person they have to answer to every day. When you decide to run it as a business, then you will get that profit mindset. And you need to understand that and really accept it. You may not be in network marketing for that reason. That's not a bad thing, Dagummit. Only 20% of the people join a direct selling company in order to build a business. The other 80% are either there because they feel good, because they love hanging out with positive-minded people, they're retailing the product to other people, they're just salespeople, or they're product users themselves and want to get it on a discount. I've got a complete training on this. We'll put it up on one of the websites this next week. It's a PowerPoint presentation so you can get it. But I'm telling you, you've got to decide, am I part of that 20% or part of the 80%? Self-employment, listen, Darren writes this, and I thought this was good. Self-employment is owning a job. Business ownership is controlling a money machine. It's that plain and simple. You are in the marketing and distribution business if you're a business builder. If you're just self-employed, then you own your own job. That means every day you get up, you're unemployed. You have You, you don't know if money's going to roll through the door or not. That's, again, not a bad thing. You just got to understand it, plain and simple. Let's look at number two, test the product industry. Now, we went through this, but I want to go through this in in detail so that you understand. When you look at the tenure of network marketing, now it goes back over 100 years in one facet or another. Okay, It's all underneath direct selling. In the old days, we called them snake oil salesmen. Uh, the Watkins Company was probably one of the first. They're still in business today. I love their products. If, if you love to bake or work in the kitchen or you love food, I believe it is the number one company out there because they have mo- more flavorings. It's all U.S.-based. Uh, they've got it big into the organics now. I just love those guys. Okay, but, but here's what you've got to understand. Nutritional products have been the number one type of product to last with a network marketing, MLM, direct selling distribution model. Number one. So you need to understand that. If you're if you're seeking out or looking for companies and you're looking for something that your family can sink their teeth into, it's going to be a nutritional product. The second best type of product line is personal or skin care. You notice that both of those are consumable monthly people buy them. And here's why personal care is so big. Each one of us have different eating habits, different nutritional habits. This is, I'm going to blend this for you. Depending on what you're putting into your body will depend on what else you can put on your body. That's why Mary Kay has been so phenomenally successful. That's why Arbon has been able to overcome a bankruptcy of their parent company and continue to grow. That's why companies like Longevity launched their own mineral makeup line. They understand this stuff. The third best company, or, or, or product rather, 
is household items. This is why Amway has been so successful and is a billion-dollar business today. Matter of fact, let me share a little secret about, about Amway that people just don't seem to get. Amway, in the last decade, to, and, and these are my numbers just from things that I've looked at in court, court paperwork, have probably in the United States lost more distributors than some companies have as a whole. Six figures, over 100,000 distributors in one facet or another have left that company. The majority of those distributors ended up in another network marketing company. And yet Amway sales continue to go up, not just in the United States, but worldwide. And it's because the products, even when those distributors leave the company, they continue to be on auto ship because the products are that good. And those products are, are more household. Now they, now they cover everything. See, the best type of company out there are those with longevity, but they're companies whose owners and leaders have the vision to create a multi-product line company. Zango, let me use them as an example. Started out as a juice company. Then they added skin care. Or, excuse me, then they added supplements. Then they added skin care. See what they, they all blend. They all go together. Nutritional, personal skin care, and household items are the three number one product lines. And when you find a company that has a multi-product line that covers all three, you have a company that will sustain itself for the long term. They will go through all seven levels of, of growth and they will still be growing at the end of it, and you can still make money. Now, some of the other companies, travel has a C grade. Travel companies don't last. Lately, we've seen some major hits with the travel industry. Be cautious. Prepaid legal services, there's only one major company that's out there doing it. They've changed from prepaid legal to legal shield. There's a reason no other company really has taken them on. Okay, Telecommunications, telecommunications is just an iffy deal. Not because it, it, that everybody doesn't use it. Obviously, it's a consumable product. But it's because the margins are so tight that usually you've got to come up with a creative way to pay distributors to keep them on until they get those tens, and thousand, tens of thousands of customers to give them a good residual income. Something that Darren doesn't cover, and I will, is the energy sector. It's the same way. If you're selling energy of any kind then you need to do it because you've got a true passion to save people money because it's going to be a long uphill climb for you. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, financial and debt elimination, not a good, not a good buy. Uh, if you're going into financial or debt elimination, you need to look at companies that are what I call the, the wellness, the full wellness type of companies. Longevity is the only company that I know right now that offers all of this under one umbrella. They have done a phenomenal job. It's called Cloud networking they've they've done it great i don't know any others uh wholesale catalog clubs those get a c uh, jewelry sales and lead generation water filters you know air filters any of that those are all d minuses okay because those companies don't seem to last long term i'm going to throw another one in there a lot of the virtual companies that we see a lot of the the auction companies that we see those are high risk they're, it's not that they're bad companies but they aren't that a plus deal and the reason being is it's not consumable. It's purely emotionally driven. Just understand it. doesn't mean jump out of it. doesn't mean don't join it. It just means you need to understand if you're going to do it as a business. Now, if you're just doing it as a hobby, it doesn't matter what company you join. 
was on the phone yesterday with a gentleman that's calling me, asking me for some advice on on the types of company to join, and and he had a he he understood it. He had done his due diligence. I was proud of what he was doing. You have to do the due diligence, folks. Test number three is the timing. There's seven levels, and you've got to look at this when you're investigating and looking to join a company. Then you need to understand thoroughly where you're at and where that company's at in their growth stage. If they're doing less than $5 million, they're a little league company still. They're in the pioneering phases of that company. The only time that wouldn't be true is if they're a 20-year-old company that has just screwed it all up and they're backsliding fast. But the majority are doing that are doing 0 to $5 million are in the little league. By five to ten million, they're starting to get that concentration going. They they they, they know what their their mark is. They have built that foundation, and and they're starting to to try to try to put that that ground level on. Okay, they're they're working at it strongly. They're they're in the minor leagues, but they're getting it. If your company's at ten to twenty million in sales, that's pre momentum. That means that they've probably got that ground floor laid. The concrete's cured. It's time for you to jump up and down on it. That's a good time to get involved. The momentum stage is a company that's going from 20 to 100 million. Let me share a little secret with you right now. There's a lot of excitement that's been running around Vaisalus Science. Vi has got some great leadership. Blythe has come in there, and, and they've got great operational teams. The three founders of that company are young, they're vibrant, they've got energy. Do you realize that Vaisalus is in a breed by itself? They, they are a hybrid type of deal that not everybody gets to enjoy. And I'm going to share with you what, what, what's important about this. They are hitting critical mass very fast. They stumbled a couple times, were on the verge of bankruptcy, when a company that has longevity came in and invested in them. That gave the owners the opportunity to take a breath. That gave them the opportunity to get back at doing what they do very well, and that is build and have vision. And we're watching the company take off in a critical mass phase. They went through their pioneering stage, their concentration stage, their pre-momentum stage, and their momentum stage since 2005, so what is that, six, seven years? I mean, just very fast. But here's what else we're seeing now. We're seeing companies like Vima, Longevity, Limu, Yoli. We're seeing these companies, Isogenics. We're seeing companies that went through all of the other stages over a five, six, seven. 15-year period, which is average. 10 to 15 years is usually average to get through those first four stages. Now we're seeing them come on strong. We're seeing companies like Herbalife, who's in their maturity stage, doing $2 billion and more, all of a sudden going through a second wave of critical mass type stuff and seeing their profit margins go up. This is why it's so important that you understand all the phases. Advanced momentum stage is 100 to 500 million. That's a major league company. You know that they're there. Good time to get involved. You take the stability stage, which is the 500 million to 2 billion mark. Great time to be involved in those companies. 
If you're in a mature company, Amway, Herbalife, they're doing $2 billion or more, Primerica. Is it still a great ground floor opportunity for the right person? Absolutely. It's a phenomenal opportunity for all those that went through all the other phases. You have to understand all the different phases and what they mean. See, there is no doubt right now, I'm watching, and this just comes because I was down at their convention last weekend. I am watching people join Longevity that have had great runs in other companies because they understand that the story, the leadership, and the products and services of Longevity are second to none. And they're saying, I just want to find a home now that I can stay in. I'm tired of playing. I'm tired of, tired of the high risk. I'm tired of the startups. I'm going to a home where I know everything's running on even keel. You're going to see this throughout the next 12 to 18 months. People will be shifting and moving to what is stable for them because just like in a mutual fund, just like in your investments, you're high risk when you're young, and then you start to look for growth funds. You start to look for the mature. That's what we're seeing happening here. So my hat's off to all those young guys, young companies that are launching great companies, Green Organic, uh, Beyond Organic, or Stelly Direct. All these things are going great. But we're going to be seeing some shifting patterns. We're going to be seeing some new leaders come up. So remember that. The key number four, test the compensation plan. Now, this is important, and it's important that you understand there's, there's basically three huge compensation plans that have worked over time. Now, the binary is the newest type of plan that's come out. A binary all by itself I'm not a big, a big fan in, but it will help give those startup companies great great stability as they're bringing in new people. The new binary hybrid plan, that's the one that is really starting to to gain some momentum. It's got the unilevel or a breakaway attached to the binary, gives some stability off the bat, people get excited. But the two plans that have withstood the test of time is the stair-step breakaway and the unilevel. And if you look at Vaisala Science, who's gaining some momentum, you look at Longevity, who is pumping through the roof, they're a unilevel. You look at the two companies right now that, that, that really focus on binaries that are kicking butt. They use a hybrid-type deal. That's, that's uh, I'll get my, Vima and Yoli going like crazy. You look at stable companies like Oxyfresh 2110. The unilevel has worked. You've got to understand, and you've got to dig deep to understand what it is. If they're using something like a matrix, if they're using a just a standalone binary, if they're using an Aussie two-up, you better understand it, and you better decide inside, can I handle the math? Is this something that I want to focus on? Because if you don't, you won't win. It's that plain and simple. Number five, the management team. I believe that the leadership, the management team of a company, is the number one key principle that you need to look at. Everything rises and falls on leadership. Everything else comes under that. You need to be looking for visionary leadership. Why are they launching the company? Are they just pissed off at a former company and they're doing this out of spite? That won't last. It won't work. Are they doing it just because they, they need to cover the nut at home and they lost their check at a company, so they're quickly trying to launch something to keep their team together and to grow something? That won't work. They need to have a driving passion to make a difference in the world. That doesn't mean they don't have a profit mindset. Don't get me wrong here. Bill Gates did not start Microsoft for profit. 
Bill Gates started Microsoft because he wanted to dominate the PC world, and he made that very clear. Steve Jobs did not start Apple because he wanted to make a profit. That wasn't his main reason. His reason for starting Apple was to give people an easy experience on Bill Gates' PC. Read their stories. Now, what happened afterwards was they realized if they wanted to dominate, if they wanted to change the world, if they wanted to give people an experience they wouldn't forget, then they had to know how to make a profit. Steve Schultz did not take over Starbucks for a profit. He took it over because he wanted to create an experience for people that they would never forget. Study business if you want to own a business. You have to understand the leadership. Your leadership must be strong. You don't want somebody with a criminal background that keeps getting in trouble. You don't want somebody that's run every company that they've ever run into bankruptcy. Know what's out there. Know what's going on. You also want to make sure that if the visionary team that launches the company are not strong in operational side, that they bring in an operational side to handle things. That is a must. Key number six, selecting the best product or service. There are no such thing as the best product or service. But as we've already discussed, there are some things that you can do. If you're in the nutritional Make sure that the product mix, make sure that everything that's there is going to benefit the body. Make sure that your company is producing eco-friendly containers, for that matter. Make sure that they, they walk their walk. One of the worst things that you can do is have a health and nutrition company that's run by people that are out there smoking, drinking, eating fast food all day long. Obviously, the mission isn't, isn't going to work. You got to know what you're doing. You want a you want a cosmetic line that doesn't have controversial ingredients in it, harmful ingredients. You want stuff that's going to work and work well. You know, the one thing you, you don't want a bunch of petroleum or beeswax inside of some type of of personal care line. You know, it's going to close up your pores. That plain and simple. You know, you don't you don't want nutritional products. It's 100% herbal medicines and and the herbs that they've mixed can kill you. You don't you don't want that. So you need to study a little bit. If you're looking at household products, stay out of the chemicals. You want natural, you know, our 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 we got a bunch of girls in our family. All the guys are gone now, so I'm running around with all this estrogen in this household. But all these girls have tender skins, very sensitive skin. So we use all natural, a lot of times homemade Laundry soap, so that it's very soft and very fresh. I smell like a little woo-woo guy half the time, but that's what you're looking for. If you're looking at services, make sure that they're quality services. Make sure that, that, that when you add up all the fees that the company might charge, all those monthly fees, that person can still get a good cell service or a good telecommunication service or a good merchant account, whatever it is they're doing, for a price that's decent, not overly priced. Remember, the concept of network marketing is that a person would come in and buy the products from themselves even if they didn't make any money because the products are that good and they consume them on a monthly basis. We've gotten away from that, folks. Companies that are going to last, companies that are going to become legacy companies are companies like Yoli who have created a system where if people start buying their products, 
their life will change and they will stay on the products because it's not a fad product. Companies like Longevity, who, who, who create stuff. Companies like OxyFresh, who, who cover the toothpaste and, and the nutritional and the household care. Pro- These are the companies that have longevity and sustaining growth. And those are the type of companies that you need to look for. Now, if you're running your business, you say, Troy, I just, I just, I just love high risk. Rock it. That's awesome. Just understand that you're probably going to be changing your primary company, product, or service about every four years because that seems to be what the, the tenure is about. The, the trends in, in technology and the trends in, in some of the virtual companies last about three to four years, and they've got to reinvent themselves. Just understand that. Even companies like ACN, who started out as wireless, then became VoIP, then became video, then became energy, you've got to constantly be inventing yourself, folks. Tomorrow we finish up Darren's book. We finish up this series. I am excited about it. I think it's going to be wonderful. Best MLM companies. We're going to review over the last 20 to 30 years the best companies out there so you get a good feel for what to do. Remember, live life like it's an epic adventure, and you are network marketing, so act like it. I'll see you back here tomorrow morning on RealMentorsRadio.com.